Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Maasbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. A new use for old trophies. We have been studying the word starting with the scripture we find in 2 Kings chapter 11, verse 10. The priest gave to the captains of hundreds the spears and shields that had been King David's, which were in the house of the Lord. We are talking about a new use for these old weapons, these old trophies. These old trophies or weapons, which were trophies, were giving testimony and were witnessing of the great victories that God had given King David in his life. And they were a declaration that to God be all the glory, honor, and praise. It is not through our strength, our might, our wisdom, but it is because of him. It is because of Christ that we have the victory. Oh, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. And so these old weapons were there as trophies in the house of the Lord, giving testimony to the new generations of the greatness and the goodness of God. But also there came a moment when there was a new crisis and they were able to take down those old weapons and use them again to have victory over that new enemy, which of course is always the enemy of old. (laughs) That's the secret, my friend. We are fighting a battle, but we are fighting the battle not against flesh or blood or some new enemy. No, they might look new. They might talk with a new language, but they are the enemy of old. And that war is always been going on, but the devil is a liar. The devil is a loser. He already has lost, and we have the victory in Jesus' name. But those old weapons were important for them at that new time that they could use them. And today I would like to speak to you about some of those old weapons. And maybe sometimes in church, we think that things have changed in such a way that that we have to do everything new. Sometimes some people, well, they just want to make everything new, even if the old is good and is better. It has to be something new. But not everything that is new is always better. There are weapons that our forefathers used, and we need to use them again today. We need to know that our secret for success Our secret for victory today against this enemy that we are fighting today is in those old weapons that our forefathers used. And I wanted to look with you to some of those weapons that David used when he was fighting his battles. It says they used the weapons of David that were hanging on the walls in the temple there. And today we can also use the weapons of David, the weapons he used, to fight and to conquer the enemy. Oh, for this sermon today, I would like to go to Psalms 77. Psalm 77, that is a mighty chapter if you want to have victory in your life. If you want to learn some old tactics, how you can fight the enemy today, then go ahead and take Psalm 77 and start to study it with me, and you will find out we find David's weapons hidden In that psalm. Well, first let us read verse 1 and verse 2. It says, My voice rises to God, and I will cry aloud. 
my voice rises to God, and he will hear me. In the day of my trouble, I desperately sought the Lord. In the night, my hand was stretched out in prayer without weariness. My soul refused to be comforted. Oh, this is a mighty part in Scripture that reveals a great weapon that David used in his life to conquer the enemy, and we need to learn how to use this weapon that we may also have victory over our enemy today. That first weapon that we can see David using in his life is the weapon of prayer. Oh, prayer is a mighty weapon. Oh, David used it. Daniel used it. Abraham used it. Oh, we read throughout the Bible, Paul and Peter in the New Testament, they all used that weapon of prayer. Paul says, we are not fighting against flesh and blood, but we are fighting against those spiritual powers. Oh, and we are also fighting spiritual powers of darkness. How do we think we can fight them in the flesh? We need to fight them on our knees. It's on our knees that the battle is really fought. Oh, the greatest battle that Jesus fought. I believe it was not that last final moment on the cross, but I believe it was there in Gethsemane when he was praying and he said to his disciples, he said, pray with me, pray with me. Oh, we are in the midst of this great battle. It's going on around us. Oh, all these things are happening, so pray with me. And as Jesus was praying, it says his disciples fell asleep. And so many times we fall asleep and we are not aware of this great battle that we are in the midst of that is going on around us. Oh, maybe you are crying because your son, your daughter is lost. Maybe he is in some kind of addiction. Oh, maybe you're doing your best in your calling, uh, some kind of uh, association, or you're calling some kind of ministry or some kind of governmental help, and, and you're f trying to fight this battle in the flesh. But my dear friend, oh, you need to find this weapon that David used when he was confronted by the enemy, the weapon David used when the enemy would come against him, the weapon Jehoshaphat used when the enemy came against him. It says they used and they wielded that weapon of prayer. Oh, hallelujah, my dear friend. Oh, that's where you fight your battle. That's where you win your battle. That's where you conquer the enemy. It's on your knees. Oh, my father, so many times as he would walk with me through the office, he would come through that office where the finances were. And he said, John, oh, this battle of finances, it is only one on the knees, only one on the knees. You need to pray and seek the Lord that he will supply in your needs. Oh, my dear friend, maybe you're in a financial need. You need to learn this weapon of prayer and how to use it. Maybe you're calling the banks. It's good to do so. Maybe you're calling friends to help you financially. Okay, go ahead and do so. But my dear friend, the real victory in your financial battle will be won on your knees as you seek the Lord. And as you cry out to him, David cried out to the Lord. And it says, God, he answered him and he gave him the victory. It was on his knees, my dear friend. It was in prayer, my dear friend. Prayer is a mighty, 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 mighty weapon. Oh, and you need to learn how to use it. 
But just as the disciples there, oh, we also can be so weary that we fall asleep or that we, oh, just think, what is the use of it? But my friend, read what David says. He said in these two verses, he says, in the day of my trouble, I desperately sought the Lord. In the night, the whole night, my hand was stretched out in prayer without weariness. I called to the Lord, and I called again, and I kept calling, and I kept calling just as long until the Lord, he answered me, and he gave me the victory. That's what we read about Jesus in Gethsemane. Oh, he was praying and praying, and finally he came to that moment that he had victory in the Spirit, and he said to his disciples, now now go ahead and sleep. Now it doesn't matter anymore. Go ahead and sleep. The battle has been fought. The battle has been won. Oh, the victory is mine. The victory is mine. And then he just had to follow through. Of course, he had to do that. But that the great battle, it was on his knees in prayer. So remember that weapon of David. Remember that weapon of prayer. There is another weapon that I see in Psalm 77 that David used to fight his battle. And it says in verse 3, I remembered you, God. And I groaned, I meditated, and my spirit grew faint. It says, but you kept my eyelids open. But it says, and this is the part I want to focus on, I remembered you, O God. I remembered you, O God. There is a weapon, or it is the reminding yourself of the great, awesome, and powerful God who has always been there before the beginning of time, Oh, he has always been there, and he created all things. When he spoke, whatever he spoke was created. There is such power in him, and he has been with David forever, and he is with you forever. Oh, hallelujah. Believe it today. But sometimes we forget. We forget how powerful the Lord is. We forget that he always had victory over the enemy Oh, that he always conquered the enemy and that the enemy was never, never, never able to conquer the Lord or to change or alter his plans. Oh, whatever God planned. And so it happened. And so it will always happen to the fulfillment until the last prophecy in the Bible is fulfilled. Hallelujah. Oh, the enemy will try. And so many times we think on the words of the enemy. Oh, we meditate on our pain. We meditate on the suffering. We meditate on the greatness and the awesomeness of the devil, of the demons, of the sickness, of the financial need, of our marital problem, of how lost our children are, of how great the split is in our church. We just forget to meditate on the Lord. But David said, oh, I remembered you, oh God, and I meditated on you, We need to meditate on the Lord. This is a mighty weapon. Or if you meditate on the enemy, all fear will come upon you and you will lose that battle even before you start fighting. But David, he remembered the Lord and he already won that battle before he started fighting. Oh, hallelujah, my dear friend. Oh, think of the Lord's goodness. Think of his mercy. Think of his faithfulness. Think of his power and on his covenant with you. Think of the person of Jesus Christ. Oh, Jesus Christ conquered the enemy in every shape and form. Oh, hallelujah. And we stand in that victory. I would like to tell you about another weapon I read about 
in Psalm 77. Let us read verse 5 all the way up to 9. It says, I have considered the ancient days, the years of prosperity of long, long ago. I will remember my song in the night. I will meditate with my heart and my spirit searches. Will the Lord reject forever? And will he never be favorable again? Has his loving kindness ceased forever? Have his promises ended for all time? Has God forgotten to be gracious Or has he in anger withdrawn his compassion? Oh, what weapon do I see here? Well, I see how David looked to his own experience with the Lord. He thought of, Lord, have you ever left me? No, you never did. Have you ever been unfavorable to me? No, Lord, you have always been favorable to me. Oh, Lord, have your promises ever ended in my life? No, Lord, your promises never ended in my life. And so on. So he was thinking back of his own experiences with the Lord. Or in one way, I just said that earlier weapon was remembering the Lord. He was meditating on the Lord. That's a weapon just on the greatness, the goodness, just on who God is and and, and his name and whatever he said has always happened. But this is another weapon. He is remembering his own experience with the Lord. He is remembering how he was in desperate need many times but how the Lord was always faithful to him. He is remembering how he was in trouble many times, but how the mercy and grace of God was always there. Oh, he is remembering how he made mistakes in the past, but the Lord had always forgiveness and compassion upon him. And so if the Lord always had compassion, always was there with his grace and his goodness, always got him out of his troubles and his sufferings, would the Lord change today? Oh, my dear friend, think back in your life of the many times that you were in a battle, the many times you were in a need, the many times you didn't know how to get through, and you thought maybe that heaven was closed for you and that God had forsaken you. But think of it. Did he leave you? Was heaven truly closed or did he hear your prayer? Did he answer your prayer with great victory? Did he stretch out his hand? Did he give you grace upon grace upon grace? Did he love you and did he help you in your time of need? If he did so in the past, will he not help you today again? Did he help you so many times in the past to drop you today, to let you go this day? Oh, I don't believe so. Well, let us read the following verses, verse 11 up to 15. It says, I will solemnly remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will wholeheartedly remember your wonders of old. I will meditate on all your works and thoughtfully consider all your great and wondrous deeds. Your way, O God, is holy, far from sin and guilt. What God is great like our God? You are the awesome God who works powerful wonders. You have demonstrated your power among the people. You have, with your great arm, redeemed your people, the sons of Jacob and of Joseph. Oh, we find such powerful weapons in these verses. These are weapons of old, and they are hanging in the galleries of the house of the Lord. They are hanging in the word of the Lord, and we can go there and look upon them and read the stories. Oh, when David speaks in the Psalms, 
and especially in this psalm about battles that he had, about times of need. Oh, read the life of David again and see in what desperate need he was. See how he was cut off. He says in one part, I was cut off from the land of the living, but yet, Lord, oh, I trusted upon you that you would bring me out of this land of the dead and let me see the land of the living again. Oh, that is how he felt, and he didn't just feel like that. Oh, read his story. Find out how he was in such miserable situations, but every time the Lord brought him out, he brought him out because he prayed. He brought him out because he remembered the Lord. He brought him out because he was continuously thinking back of how God had given him victory in the past, and he believed what God did in the past. He will do it again for me today. He will do it again for me tomorrow. He will do it again for me next year. Oh, I will not die, but I will live. Oh, I will not be poor, but I will be rich. I will prosper in the name of Jesus. I will have victory. My children will not be lost, but they will be saved. Oh, this is how my wife and me always proclaimed the word over our children. They will not go into the world and be lost, but they will be servants of the Most High God. Oh, I believe it for the church. I believe it for my own life. I believe it for my family. I believe it for you, my dear friend. Oh, another time, I would love to share with you some more weapons that David used, just considering Psalm 51. You will find many weapons in Psalms 51 of weapons David used to have victory over the enemy. But I want to close with this thought. Oh, we also have such a mighty gallery of victories that Jesus had in his life. And those victories that Jesus had in his life, they were not for him, but they were for us. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, I lift up my hands in the studio right now. I'm shouting hallelujah. Oh, the great victories that Jesus had in his life. Oh, I see the cross there. Oh, what a weapon that was. But Jesus conquered the cross. I see the crown of thorns. Oh, I see the whip that was used to cut open his back. But by his stripes, I am healed. Hallelujah. I see the spear that was put in his side. But hallelujah. Oh, he was dead, yes. But he is alive today and forevermore because he was resurrected by the power of God out of that grave. He conquered death. He conquered hell. He conquered sin. He conquered the grave. He conquered the curse. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. He conquered it all for you and for me. Yes, when you think back of the suffering, if you think back of those great weapons of suffering and of torture, oh, don't just shed a tear and cry for everything that your Lord, that my Lord suffered for us, but think back of the victories he had there. He had victory upon the cross. It was upon the cross that he crushed Satan's head, that he conquered every demon in hell. It was upon the cross, hallelujah, that he made every promise to be yes and amen for you and for me. It was upon the cross, my dear friends, all that he conquered hell and death and that he brought life eternal to you and to me. Think of the great victory. And look to those weapons. Well, we don't have to die on the cross. No, we don't have to die on that cross because he died on that cross for us. But whenever the enemy comes 
and he wants to take you back in captivity, and he wants to put those chains of hell upon you again, or he wants to condemn you, or he wants to bind you up with his lies. Say no in Jesus' name. Every lie, every curse is broken over my life because Jesus had victory, and I take up that anthem. I take up the cross. I lift it high. Oh, my cross is not filled with a dead Jesus. My cross is empty, and my tomb, the tomb is empty because Jesus is alive. Hallelujah. And he is gloriously all sitting at the right hand of the Father, and so will we sit with him. Oh, hallelujah, my dear friend. There are so many weapons in the Bible. A prayer is an important weapon. Thinking of the Lord is an important weapon. Oh, thinking of what he did for you in the past is important. Thinking of what Christ has done. Oh, and that never ends. That victory never ends. Hallelujah. And so you will have victory today. In the name of Jesus, you don't need anything new. What you need is what the Bible has given to you. Take up those weapons. Take up that victory of Jesus. Give glory to God for what he has done for you and live in it today. Father, I pray for those that are still in darkness. Oh, as they hear this message, as their heart is open to you right now, come into their life. Oh, my dear friend, confess your sins and ask him to redeem you, to forgive you. Say, Father, because of what Jesus did for me, he paid the price for my sins. Oh, he died that I would live. Oh, in his resurrection, I want to rise up today and be a new creation in Christ Jesus. Forgive me, Father. I receive Jesus as my Savior. Oh, I also receive all your promises, your promises of healing, of deliverance. I receive them right now. Lord, I receive all your promises of supply. You will supply in all my needs. Lord, you will touch my whole life every aspect of my life, and you will give me the victory. Oh, Lord, I call upon your name this day, and I thank you that what I pray in the name of Jesus, I will have it. I will receive it right now because of your goodness and your grace. Thank you that you are with me in this hour, and you will never leave me, and you will never forsake me. I give you all the glory, honor, and praise. It's all to you because of what you have done for me and in me. I rejoice in it today, and I thank you for all the blessings. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do you wish to listen to more messages? Go to themessagestation.com. Also visit us at maasbach.com. 